Wonderful. <clears throat> All right. We are recording. Should we do a shot? Yes. Yeah, let's do a do shot. Do Jasmine After Dark. I'm going to hit this one. Yeah. And if you can hear like a monster truck rally going on behind us, it is our neighbors who I think are riding like ATVs or something. Mm-hmm. They're having a good old time, grand old time. They do like it on the weekends and in the evenings. They do it pretty regularly at night. It's they do. It's kind of a sweet ritual. I dig it. I think it. it's wonderful. The first time I was like, I'm annoyed. They're like, no, no, no. For what? Yeah. I mean, I'm like, if you work during the day or go to school during the day, the only time that you can do it is in the evening <coughs> and and on the weekend. They right. do. They always do it on like Saturday, Sunday. And it looks fun. And somebody's mama or grandmama or somebody is out there. But <laughs> she on the bike, too. Oh, good. She been on it trying to figure out how to twist it around in the in nice. the yard. And I'm like, Whip it. that's fun. She's, she's whipping it around. I appreciate the freedom in that, even if it is a little bit loud as fuck. So well, if you can hear that, in honor of her, let us toast. Mm-hmm. One of our shot glasses broke. You were wondering about that? No, totally. In the quarter over there? Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's funny. No, I saw some glass over there the other day oh. and I was like, oh yeah, that shot glass. To great <laughs> ideas. To great ideas and the substances that make them possible. Okay. <laughs> This episode of Dear Jessamine has profanity, sex talk, weed smoking, and a bunch of other shit that's just not for everybody. You also may not agree with the stuff we say or how we say it, and we think that's great. We promote cannabis medicine to people over 21. If you're not 21, come back when you are. I saw this TikTok challenge that actually I don't know if it's a TikTok challenge. It might just be something that Kylie and her friends are doing. <laughs> Kylie, which is such an inspiration. Oh my god, Kylie is like influencer of the year to me. I'm like I'm looking like. Well, first of all, I this is why three part influencer of the year for me, and they all work they with all us. work on the show. Literally, no, literally, <laughs> why? Oh my god, that's what happened. Nia when Williams, you Kate Foster, Kylie Roberts, literally influencers of the year i think for sure like three totally different yet totally aligned platforms so good so delicious excellent down to the last drop all of them i say we toasted those three really (laughs) all right real quick yeah oh and this is actually okay yeah yeah let's do it yeah totally to naya angel and kylie to naya angel and kylie what a blessing oh my god that keeps on blessing I fuck with Kylie and her friends because everything that I've seen of their antics, shenanigans, shenanigans yeah. reminds me so much of me in my 20s. Hell yeah. And it makes me trust them. I'm like, right. okay, so what y'all are doing is exactly right. You're all like working, getting your shit done. I don't know how many jobs everybody's got, but everybody is doing their thing, making their art, also living indoors in New York, mm-hmm. having a good time, taking the edge off, having yeah. fun, making mistakes, getting up from those mistakes, like, you know, being young mm-hmm. and also figuring out how to get old. Like they're just doing it so real and authentically. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I can trust your judgment. And so <laughs> recently I saw they did something where it was like who can take a tequila shot without making a face afterwards you be on their show really I, mean, do it. I miss a lot no, seems I'm like on their show. <laughs> i love great. it <laughs> it's just so I good to that. me but anyway so i feel like we should do that at some point today 
Yeah, no, totally. No, right. Yeah, maybe like later on the show. Don't. Yeah. How's wow. it going? It's going so well. How are you? I really don't think we should record Dear Jessamine during the day anymore. <laughs> I, the sh- I feel like we do such a great thing at night. The show in the morning is like, it, it te- you can tell, it shows. <laughs> it's like, definitely. It's clearly like the first thing of a work day that is in the middle. It's literally on hump day. And we're fighting half the time. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying is that hump day is like the most brutal day of the week yeah. in the work week. And I feel like I can always tell, like, the show might go left immediately like we'll be Last fine week. and yeah. then we'll turn on the mics and be like i hate, I you. hate you why <laughs> why do we hate each other all of a sudden we didn't it's like before. i'm at work now the, yeah. the shot helps take the edge off yeah yeah all right how was your week dear justin special edition it's been yeah. like full as usual yeah totally full week remember when it was five minutes ago aka february or like march literally february was like i think 20 minutes ago. Maybe. It was such a different life we were living in February. Oh God. Crazy different. Like we didn't I think even... for a lot of people too. Mm. Like I think this year has been cataclysmic for a lot wow. of people that it's like something changed. Maybe and it was the pandemic I think in a lot of ways for year everybody or whatever, yeah. Totally. Yeah. But it's like there were I mean big shifts that needed to happen and it feels like Come hell or high water, whether or not you want it, it's happening for a lot of people. Yeah. And we're some of those people. Yeah. Well, so like we didn't even know we were going to live in an RV. I had no <clears> idea. In February of this year. When did we decide? May. Moments before. June, literally. Like right on the way to the RV. <laughs> That's your style, like, though. That's your style. That's literally. True. And we're, we have style. the same style. I literally am like, I don't. I'm not doing anything until the next day and I'm changing all of it. And I don't want to hear anything about it either. Right. Don't shut the fuck up. You don't know my life. Literally. You don't know what I need. Literally. What I and need is abrupt change. What do you need? I mean, what are you doing? Why, Why do you, you care? About what you need. Literally. You don't need to know about what I need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Speaking of, <laughs> abrupt was a word that I used a lot in the last few days. I was, um, should I just talk about, please? Whatever. Um, I was, getting counsel from a good friend and uh on whether or not i wanted to go visit Excuse me. this person that i have developed a romantic relationship with over the internet uh-huh. um and this person lives in northern california so it's quite a journey um but i was seeking counsel and i was like my thing is i don't want to be so abrupt mm-hmm. and you and i had talked about abruptness the other day when I went to take a call very abruptly in the middle of us just kicking it. And um, we use the word abrupt. So abrupt has been on my mind. Today we talked about that trip. <clears throat> and um, yeah, I just really wanted to record. We weren't scheduled to record, but I really mm-hmm. wanted to just, I find it so grounding to get this like ritual. In, I do too. You know? And I feel so grateful for all these weekly recordings. I feel like, especially the weeks that we or that I did not want to record. Mm. Like, mainly I'm just glad because I'm nostalgic and I want to have the Hell record. Yeah. The record's good. Yeah. Oh. And I think it'll be really helpful later. But I totally. do really appreciate the ritual of it. I've been out of town for the last couple of days. Um, I was working in New York mm-hmm. Monday through Wednesday. You were here working, holding it down, planning to go visit your girlfriend in <laughs> Northern California. Mm-hmm. Are you excited to go visit her? Extremely. Yeah. 
Yeah, I feel torn. It's like one of those things sometimes when you ask, like, I want to, like, downplay it or something. But, like, what service does that do to anybody, you know? Also, I find that when you're talking about a crush or flirtate, whatever you're doing, Mm -hmm. anytime, it does me, like, I appreciate hearing the things you're excited about and the things you like because it gives me something to anchor, you know, my Mm -hmm. conversion to or whatever. Can I tell you that a part of me has been talking more about them today just so that you feel less bad about what you're about to do? I don't feel bad about what I'm about to do. Well, but I don't want for you to feel like you need to feel bad. Let me clarify Mm -hmm. that. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't want this, like, fake, like, like, oh, I don't want to hurt your feelings bullshit. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't care. So just don't care. It's fine. No, but I mean. You don't care. You're saying I don't care? You don't care. I mean, like, and I'm not. we should talk about it. Oh, heard. I mean, I get that you care. Mm -hmm. And I get that you love me and you don't want for me to hurt. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, you don't care. You're going to do what you want to do. I respect that. I don't. I I reject it wholesale. It's I don't think that one has to not. Do you not care about me when you do the things that you need to do? I think at the end of the day, I probably don't. Okay. I mean, I mean, I don't mean it doesn't. I don't think we're here to help each other through this experience of life. Like I would, you know, I mean, we are, but like, I don't think it's your responsibility to hold that hardness for me. I can't. I I can't. That's the thing. That's what I'm saying. I know that I can't, but I do know that there are ways in which our collaboration means I get to know things about you, all the ways that that benefits your life, all the ways that benefits my life. And one of the ways is like, I'm not intentionally doing things to hurt you and a step removed from that. I'm not even doing things that would hurt you if I've thought about it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So there are definitely impulsive things that sometimes I do that you're like, Hey, that hurt me. And I'm like, Oh my God, Jesus, no, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. but then there are things like this, which I spend a great deal of time and energy deciding, Mm -hmm. you know, and I say a great deal for me, you know, I, I thought about it a few days ago and have been thinking about it since. And chose to do it today. And then we talked about it today. And I say it in that order because part of what I thought about was like the fact that I do a a lot of asking you for things Mm -hmm. that I want, you know? And I think that comes from a lot of places. One of them being like, I don't want, um, well, I don't trust myself. Excuse me. Historically, I don't think I trust my judgment Mm. or something, or I want to pretend like I don't. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, I also want to be like agreeable and I want you to feel like whatever, all this stuff. But what it comes out is I'm like, I'm asking you for permission basically to live my life. If I think you're going to be upset with what I want to do. Yeah. And so that's like a lot on you. Yeah. I was like, if I can find a flight for under mm-hmm. a certain amount of money, just see. Right. And then well, the only, and I found a really great deal on a flight. And so the only thing left is like, I wouldn't do this only if Jessamine didn't like it. Mm -hmm. And I just realized that like, I can't keep doing that. Like my whole life Mm -hmm. I've been in partnerships where I'm like, oh, I won't go to college because my partner won't like it. Mm -hmm. Oh, I won't do X, Y, or Z thing because it's less convenient for my partner. Or I won't even entertain this thing I really want or need in my life because I know it wouldn't work with my partnership or whatever. To the tune of like, I would be monogamous for years Mm -hmm. with people and I'm not monogamous. (laughs) You know what I mean? So all of that is just to say like I did think about it oh the other thing is weirdly it lines up kind of well with like our plans in the sense that like your home Mm -hmm. you had been talking about when we get to California eventually you don't want me to just like leave you stranded in some random ass place so I can go like hang out with this person and you're gonna do that though there are definitely gonna be times when we're in California that I'm gonna kick it with this person but like you have a you have expressed fear 
that I'm going to just like abandon you basically when we mm-hmm. get there. That's not what's going to happen at all. And it, I don't need to keep saying it. I know that you'll see what end up ends up happening. You know what I mean? And we'll just go from mm-hmm. there. But it's not my intention to like leave you in a lurch. I mean, you said one thing at some point that was like, you said, if we're there till March, like, are you just going to kick it with her the whole time? And I was like, if we're there till March, yeah, I'd like to see her a few times, certainly. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, why do you ask? And you said, because we're doing this together. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God, yeah, of course, that's never changed for me. And so this addition is just that. It's an addition to what I was already doing for me. And there are a bunch of pros to, for me to like this really beautiful relationship I'm cultivating. Mm -hmm. And I feel like the cons are like pretty obvious and minimal, like the amount of time and energy, you know, we spend, for instance, having like conflict about it. Deep con, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But like if I were monogamous, I'd be like, okay, so I probably won't do it then. But what I do know about polyamory is like, that's the point is that like Mm -hmm. you and I are actually net gain, like getting closer Mm -hmm. to each other as a result of all the communication and the different ways that like I'm pushing on my own, like historical lack of interest in being candid. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know what I mean? I used to lie a lot Mm -hmm. and I've been really grateful for the time and space to practice not doing that basically Mm -hmm. practice not being shady. And so I'm interested in your thoughts. (laughs) What about them? I just want to know how you're feeling. Uh, I'm feeling like I'm not allowed to express my the full depth of my emotions. And I do, because I don't want to push you away and I don't want to alienate <clears throat> you. And I don't want to push you um, away from me to this other person. And I think that even that idea is a really hard, binary, monogamous idea yeah. that I recognize as being like opposite of what I how I would prefer to feel Mm -hmm. but it's definitely what comes up for me initially you're saying that you don't want to say what you're feeling because you don't want me to get mad at you and leave you for this person yeah Mm -hmm. exactly I would love to just know how you're feeling well I'm I'm gonna tell you I just want to say that because I think that like I think that the practice of compersion seems less messy than it actually is in my personal experience and I think that it's hard for me to experience all the different parts of compersion with this. And it's something that I'm obviously being challenged to do and I'm taking up the mantle, but it's not something that I think is like particularly easy. I do think it would be easier if we either didn't live together or lived together in a space where we had more physical space Mm -hmm. And or didn't work together the way that we do, even if we like work together, but we weren't working together like this. This is a very intense work dynamic. It's the most intense work dynamic I've ever had with another human being. And I think that all of those things combined, like I think that if even like one of these things wasn't present, I think it would be easier for me to find that place of like, you know, she's doing her thing. And ultimately I do find that place, Mm -hmm. but it is only because I have been in this other long-term poly relationship in which we have been in, I've been, I've watched them be in multiple other relationships yeah. over that have lasted periods of years. Mm-hmm. It's only because of that, that showing up to this, I'm like, wow, I thought I was prepared for everything that could come, but here we are. I see that this mm. is, this is something new and I can find the space here, but it is not just, 
it's not the easiest thing I've ever done. So what's the difference? That, you said that you're in your other partnership, <clears throat> you've watched that person have other, you know, partnerships beyond y'all's relationship. Yeah. What's the difference here? The why is this new? You're saying you weren't prepared. It's the proximity that we have. So you and I are in this place of like, full reliance on one another mm-hmm. or at least i feel that way mm-hmm. interdependence I feel vi- yeah i feel like deep interdependence deep uh where is it where you're like bound together yoked <laughs> yeah i mean in a big way yeah and like <clears throat> codependency mm-hmm. deeply codependent and i've never been in a relationship with someone who is starting a relationship with someone else where we were still having the kind of sex that you and i are having what kind of sex Good sex, like good sex, like sex that I'm trying to have every day. And it's hard because we have this complicated work relationship where like, and also just work is fucking crazy right now. Like, it's hard for me to get there, to feel Mm -hmm. like I can even show up all the time in the ways that like in on my best day, I'd like to think I'd show up. Mm-hmm. On my best day, sometimes I'm like preoccupied mentally with some other shit and totally. I'm not thinking All about of it. Everybody, sucks. every person, yeah. always. But those are the, that's the only reason. Otherwise, <clears throat> like, I feel like you and I are in this really interesting place that actually is brought on and aided by all of these other mm. connections with other people. Mm-hmm. I think that that deepens our relationship so it's a catch-22 but um i mean i think that the whole thing with you well first of all you going well okay i do want to say that my other partner told me that when when they told me that they wanted to live alone Mm -hmm. this was right before we moved into the rv yeah yeah it was for me, one of the contributing factors to me being open to moving into the RP. Because I had not, prior to that, imagined a world where I would not live with them always. And so the idea of not living with them was horribly scary to me. Mm -hmm. And just more so than being scary, it was just really sad. Yeah, It's less sad now, I think. Mostly because it's so good for both of us. And I see, mainly I think it's really good for them. Yeah. It's really, it's also really good for me, but I'm less interested in it being mm. good for me. And they told me that part of what made the decision for them was that in therapy, what's come up for them a lot is like this idea that they're not making their own decisions, mm. that they're just making decisions based on other people, me namely in the mm-hmm, situation mm-hmm. and like what I need and that they need to make decisions for them. Yeah, And that was like, Felt like to the letter what you were saying just a little while ago. Mm -hmm. Totally. So I just wanted to note that maybe for myself more than anyone else. What do you feel like it brings up for you in terms of what? Um, That other people notice when, uh, when we're in the crab shell together that they might not like it. When you and I are. Yeah. That my partners <clears throat> notice and don't prefer being in the crab shell with me. I want to be in the. I well, I think it's a it's a hard place to be. There are times when you no, would not like to be. No, I'm firmly in the crab shell. I want to stay in the crab shell. I'm not interested in leaving the crab shell. 
Don't put that on me. I didn't ask for that. You are, though. You. Is that what you need? Is what what I need? You need me to be gone for the crap show in order to take this trip. In some ways, like, I want to need that. But I don't need that. And not needing that is so much harder. It's just like mm. it's staying in the fire, you know, it's opposed to as opposed to getting out of the fire and being like, it's really hot in there. I'm not going to be in there. And I know that there's fire over there, so I won't get in it. Mm-hmm. It's being like, I'm just going to stay in the fire. It's, it's hot and it's burning my skin off, my literal skin. And I'm just going to stay here. Is it skin you didn't need? No, it's skin that I don't need. Yeah, okay. Like, it's not skin that I need. This is the thing that's hard for me about you, is that I know that I need the lesson. Mm. I get it. I don't need you to facilitate me. I feel like sometimes you'll be like, okay, but, you know, just think about it from this perspective. I'm like, just, I'm just like, what the fuck, dude? You know. I know. Like, what this is what compersion looks like. What no, I appreciate say? you saying it. I'm just saying that, like, that's my response is like, yeah, tell me again about how, like, how this is really good for us. And, like, yeah, you know, it's hard right now. But, you know, think about how this gives you more space to do this thing. I'm I just, like, told you when I talked to you initially about <clears throat> taking this trip that I had coached myself into not trying to convince you. Because you're always like, you don't need to convince me. Totally. I, I appreciated you that saying voice. that. I'm and sorry. I asked I you. No, I mean, voice. it's fine. I appreciated you saying, too, that, like, you know, I, w- I told myself that I wasn't going to say any of these things. And I asked you, like, I mean, I want to know. I want to know what your Gemini moon told you to say in this situation. So, like, I hear you. Literally, you are going within, by the time it's this time. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. I'll be on a plane. You'll be on your way. So, I feel like part of that was... I said that I did not want to be left somewhere random that I did not know. So right. you're like, you're here. Your family is here. Like, you're in North Carolina. This is great. Like, I'll be back. You thought that I was actually supposed to go to L.A. next week. Exactly. So I was supposed to be in L.A. Monday through Wednesday. You're like, I'll come back on Tuesday. No big deal. I'm not going to L.A. So I will be here. Mm-hmm. Which there's, I mean, a million reasons to just enjoy my life as it is. And, and you will. I, yeah, but you don't have to tell me that. I know, that's why I didn't. No, but I'm just saying, like, that's my only issue ever. It's but just like... My point is that I will think about those things before I make a decision like this. I do appreciate that. And it turned out, this is literally the last week and it would make any sense. The other thing is that we had had some, like, roving date that we were trying to get to California that was between December 1st and my death and so (laughs) as it keeps moving i'm kind of like wait a second Mm -hmm. i don't want to be on the road needing to stay another week in austin Mm -hmm. like needing to wanting to hang out more with my friend in albuquerque whatever the Mm -hmm. thing is i don't want to be like yeah but we said we'd be in california by this day and so for me it's like i would like to get that like very intense initial like i don't know what this is going to be like thing out of the way Mm mm-hmm so I'm not just like on the road with you. Like, are we there yet, babe? Are we there yet? Cause that's mm-hmm. annoying. I don't want to mm-hmm. be like that. I don't want to feel like that. I already feel like that. I would like to meet this person. I'm really excited to. And like, I don't want to just be like, whatever. When you mm-hmm. said, cause we're doing this road trip together. Cause we're doing this together. I was like, right. I want to just enjoy the next several months, however long it takes us to get wherever we're going. That is mm-hmm. part of this trip is that it's just up to you and me. Mm-hmm. And we've pushed back on, you know, various teammates who need information from us, but that like we've had to get into the groove of like, we will give them all the information they need, but we decide where we go. Mm-hmm. And so all of that to me is also like, I want to be able to have the flexibility 
and not have this like anxious mind running around mm-hmm. wanting to like meet this person. So it's also that I want to just have a good time with you here. And the, I think this is the last weekend before we get on the road where it makes any sense for me to take space, you know? Mm-hmm. So the other thing is like, I remember when we were in doing our last little tour from North Carolina up to New England and back that there's just a lot of alone time. There's a lot of alone time. There's no friends involved. I can't just like dip out for a, a coffee with somebody or a brunch or whatever. And I am such an extrovert and I need that and want that all the time. And so for me, like, I think it is important when we port somewhere to really get it in mm-hmm. before we're just like in Wyoming for a week or two, mm-hmm. you know? And so because I'm an extrovert and have these needs, like there's a big part of me that's like, okay, before we hit the road anywhere, before we shove off anywhere, I want to make sure I've done whatever I wanted to do at that place. Mm-hmm. And for me being like home base mm-hmm. is like, I'm ordering things, packages that I need real quick. I'm ordering, you know, I'm like doing different things. I'm checking in on the office. I moved offices from one office to the other. I was glad I was here for that. So Amber didn't have to do it alone. All of this, taking care of things, getting the car inspected next week. You know what I mean? Like all of these things. And this is one of those things I want to like see all the people I want to see. And I just want to have a very pleasant trip with you to go wherever we want, whenever we want. And so that was a big part of my factors. Like I'm feeling like anxious to see this person. Um, And so anyway, I just want to say all that because it, it, it isn't like an arbitrary, it wasn't, it was very thought out in that sense. Good. And this was the last, I feel like this was the last time that made sense. And I'm feeling like nervous and like excited and stuff, but like <clears throat> all of that, I feel like while I would like to be able to talk to you about that stuff at some point, mm-hmm. I feel like right now it makes more sense. Do you know what I mean? To like be in this and like mm-hmm. talk about what's coming up for us. I'm not good at paying attention to more than one thing at one time. Right. Let's say I'm not good at it. Yeah. I would say that my brain is specifically geared towards paying attention to more than one thing at one time. Mm -hmm. And you see this constantly Mm -hmm. happening. So I just want to, I just want to offer those two differences. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense to me. I think that's a huge part of my judgment too, is that coming from judging myself always, any judgment that I have is a judgment that I have myself. Yeah. And so <clears throat> the judgment that I have of myself in this context is that I can't juggle more than one person. I can barely juggle two people. Right. I'm, I've ineffectively, in my estimation, juggled two people. I know it's just, it's really hard. Like yeah. the whole thing, all this stuff happening at the same time is really hard for me. Like to have this very complicated relationship with my other partner that is just what it is. Mm-hmm. It is a, a big lesson for me in a lot of different ways. Yeah. And then I have this whole thing with you that is also a bunch of lessons. One big lesson, bunch of lessons. And then on top of that, like, I don't even have that. The way that I would medicate in the past with this is to find someone else to be involved with. (laughs) I'd be like, okay, so I need, I need a chaser. I need, I need someone to take the edge off. Yeah. And I've not been doing that. I do have people that I like flirt with, but like, it's not, it's just enough for my venus and gemini it's not it's not too much it's not serious with anyone at all right it's literally just like occasionally you say something that could be interpreted it's like a fucking showing the skin in your glove it's like you're letting your glove like you show my ankle or something (laughs) show us your legs (laughs) 
And I'm also in this different part of my life where like, I understand, I understand my sexual and kink identity in a really different way than I did before the last time that I was like out in these streets flirting. And that change, because I was not in that place when you and I got together. Which place? Ho Being phase? in these, yeah, I was not in a hoe phase when we got together. I was in a relationship phase, and so the last time that I was in a hoe phase, I learned a lot about myself since then. Hell yeah! And that has made me be like, yeah, I'm not just like trying to start random shit with people. The last thing that I need as a top leaning switch is to just be out here fucking random people, like mm-hmm. not thinking about the very real emotional repercussions of everything that we do. Yeah. And like that makes me stay at the house and not flirt with people. And also just like being a public figure makes me feel like I can't be out here in the same way. Totally. So it makes me really selective about like who I would even talk to. And of those people, it's just like, it's not, it's not the stress relief and release that it once was. Mm -hmm. And so all these things happening at the same time. Meanwhile, like feeling closer to you than I ever have honest with you in a way that I've never been with another partner Mm -hmm. and like just really like keeping it real and learning from one another. It makes me feel like hung out to dry when you tell me about this other relationship that you're like deepening and that you're like really excited about so excited about that you would be like i'm gonna impulsively buy a plane ticket to go visit this person and like it makes it it's just hard to it's just hard to receive all of it to think about all of it to carry all of this it's, yeah. it's but it doesn't need to be these are you're the first partner that I've felt comfortable talking to about all this Mm -hmm. and like I do think that this level of communication is necessary like I do not want to be in any relation in any relationship that I am in will always be a poly relationship but I don't want to be in any relationship moving forward that does not have this level of communication Mm. ditto I feel like sometimes you'll do these like longer like orations Mm -hmm. And like say a oration bunch of, is exactly the word. Say a bunch of things, and I'll be like, "Oh, I, wanna, I gotta touch on that," and then I'll just fucking forget by the time. I mean, I want to listen. That's the other thing. So it's like it's hard for me because I'm like, I don't want to be, you know, whatever, forming a conversation back or mm-hmm. argument or something while you're talking. I want to be listening. Okay, well, it's gone. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, I did want to say this that. Um, you, you said something about like, meanwhile, I'm feeling closer to you than ever before. And that's why it's a mind fuck, you know? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, no, like for me doing this, like choosing this, talking to you about it, you know, you know, wanting to like seek my pleasure and seek my joy is literally an expression of how close I feel to you. Mm -hmm. Because in the past I've like cheated, been shady. It would be the time to break up. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I've been, it's been a real growing time for me Mm -hmm. um, of just like, what do I actually want? Mm. Okay. Okay. You want that. What do you really want? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And the answer respectively is I want to find peace and stability Mm -hmm. in my home. Mm. And the deeper thing is like, I want to be true to myself. Mm. And so 
being true to myself means like I am impulsive, mm. you know, I, I'm, I'm great at being impulsive. Like I feel like being impulsive, like I thrive in impulsive moments, mm -hmm. but more than that, like I love big, I love abundantly. Mm. I share myself. It is the most joyous, pleasurable thing I do. Mm. It, it doesn't take away. There's no pie that mm. like somebody's getting a bigger or smaller slice of, you mm. know, even time is relative, right? Mm. It's not like there's less if somebody has more. And so for me, living into abundance in every aspect of my life, like this morning I woke up and I was like, you weren't here which is mm -hmm. just rare and kind of crazy to me to think mm -hmm. about like you're we're just you're just always here we're mm -hmm. always together you know mm -hmm. so I woke up and you weren't here and I was like <clears throat> all right I don't want this every day you mm -hmm. know but since it is today what can I do with this mm -hmm. I got this sort of prompt in my, or this beginning of something to write about because this person has been eluding me that, uh this ex that I have mm -hmm. I write about my exes sometimes mostly I write about human connection and like queer relationships um but I have not written about this person because we're not friends. We didn't really stay in touch. I mm. stay in touch with many of my, not all, but many of my exes. She was like a significant relationship. Mm. A lot happened. A lot was learned. But we don't talk. That being said, I woke up this morning and I was like, maybe I should write about that person. And I was thinking about, play, I had the song on and I was thinking about how much that impacted me. Like she taught me yoga, really. Like she taught me, she introduced me to yoga and like really offered me you know, space to be me and to experience the practice in a structured way with like a teacher very regularly. So I found gratitude, mm. you know, and she's one of the few people who I loved where it's really hard to find any gratitude. And so I started mm. to write about that in my head. And then I was just like, I do not want to get up, think about, write about, talk to anybody. Mm. And I, stayed in bed I meditated I meditated I thought a lot about this trip whether I wanted to do it or not and you know I, I thought a lot about that that partner and how so much of my relationship with that person was full of me just not doing things I needed to do mm -hmm. for her were you talking to your a new friend about potentially going to visit last night? Um, it had been, it's been up the last, you know, just a ch the last chunk of time. Like, when are we going to be in California? Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, <clears throat> we, we have spoken about like, you know, she said things like she doesn't want a surprise. Like she doesn't need an abrupt impulsive thing. Mm -hmm. um, and she said recently that like, you know, she'd she'd rather like something like that than just indefinitely us not getting to California, you know? Oh, like that would be the surprise that we just like didn't get there. <laughs> no, she and I were talking about how, um, I don't actually remember how that went down. We were, we were, yes, we, we mm -hmm. had discussed the possibility of me being there before you and I end mm -hmm. up driving there. Um, but the fact of it, I haven't, I texted her a couple hours ago, mm -hmm. so she now knows, but um, she's excited, happy to see me, mm -hmm. meet me. I mean, that's the other thing is I was speaking to a friend yesterday, like, should I do this? What the fuck? Like, what, like, why do I even, what's going on in my head? Mm -hmm. And my friend was just like, 
you know, it's important to some degree if possible that you, you and Justin's schedule not be the determining factor of whether or not you're doing this wholly other thing. Mm-hmm. And that, that is a lot of pressure on our relationship, yours and mine mm-hmm. to have to dictate, you know what I mean? The mm-hmm. coordinates of my initial meeting of this other person. Mm-hmm. And that if I can take that away that pressure off of you and me and our, and our scheduling and our, the dates that we do things Mm -hmm. that it's a good idea. If Mm -hmm. I want to have those uh, relationships being autonomous, which like, honestly, like I believe in triads. (laughs) I haven't talked to this person about this particular thing, but like in my world, in my life, in my brain, I just see uh, three partners as being like a really strong number. You've expressed this to me related to this particular relationship. You've talked you've been very, very clear. It's not of interest to you. I mean, I just say the things that are in my head, you know what I'm saying? So we're not starting a triad. No, of course we're not. Of course we're not. Can I just, I just want to say we're not starting a triad. Like we did not all three start talking or like, I feel like this is what said that. I just, you may, you sometimes you'll do this thing where you'll just say something I didn't say. And then that's on record as like, what is, and I'm like, no, I didn't say that. What did you say? No, no, no. No, No, please. What did you say? I never said we were starting a triad. No, what I wasn't saying that either. Okay. I was just saying that you've implied this idea of like the three of us all being close. I would want you to know this person if I were in a serious relationship with them. Okay. That's it. That's great. Yeah, totally. You've talked about that not being of interest to you. I don't know this person. That's the part that bothers me that actually it doesn't really bother me, but that's the thing that does not compute for me is that I feel like you're like, no, it'll be so great. Like, you know, this thing will make sense. And I'm like, what you're telling me is that you're building a semi monogamous relationship with this person Whoa. from across the what? Whoa. What the fuck are you talking about? Semi monogamous? What does that even mean? I'm building a monogamous relationship with somebody who isn't you. I feel like I've been building a pretty monogamous relationship with you for a really long time. Okay. Where did that come from? I'm building a semi-monogamous relationship with somebody else. We break it down. I don't have any evidence that y'all are actually like making space for the reality of you being in a polyamorous relationship. I think that this person wants to be cool with it and has said that they're going to be cool with it. And I appreciate that. And I look forward to more evidence that supports that. But I feel like I've been poly long enough to to know that people say shit and they don't actually mean it. They don't even know what they mean. They want that. And you think you can want something so bad that it'll just happen. That's where my judgment of this is coming from. And I look forward to being to having the wrong impression. I hope I have the wrong impression. Because I would love nothing more than to be in a relationship with you in which it's very comfortable for this other person to, at a minimum, be around, at a maximum, us to have some further, uh, uh, as of yet, unexplored sexual relationship between three of us. I'm very open to that. Mm -hmm. But what I am not doing is getting to know this person regularly. I'm not building a relationship with her. I don't know her. So I don't even know if I can trust her. 
And it frustrates me whenever you're just like, no, like this thing should happen. Like it can happen. And I'm like, what have I said that about? This thing should happen. It can happen. What did I say? Her being in our bed, us having a threesome with her. I mean, like if you want to keep it real, like anything related to real, don't ever be unkind. I'm not trying to be unkind. I'm just telling you. Tell yourself. I'm just saying you have been on this show before. You have been. So I just want you to keep it real and not be unkind. I'm not trying to be unkind. Great. I'm just trying to paint a full picture. Please. That those ideas sound great to me. It's definitely idyllic Mm -hmm. for me. I'm very hesitant because I have a history that has made me feel like I should be hesitant. I'm not fully hesitant. I'm very open. I just have reservations. Mm -hmm. And that's all I was speaking to. I don't even remember exactly how we got here, but... When you say you're open, but you're just not, you like, you don't know her. Mm -hmm. Here's my thing. I have made a lot of the reflections I've had the last few days. We haven't talked about because we haven't really even seen each other that long that we weren't working. But one of them is just like, I have infinite capacity for patience. I learned this when I was a nanny. I just don't have to be it's pretty extreme actually i'm either really impatient and like have a really short fuse or i'm just like we're good let's do this whatever and so i was reflecting earlier maybe two days ago that you know i can apply that here and that there's no reason there's no timeline there's no reason that something you have to be in a certain place at a certain time but being able to hold that i think also necessitates this other thing that i've been reflecting on which is like how much more i need to be focused on like me, myself, mm-hmm. the things I want, the things I need, how to get them. I feel like me choosing this this weekend is directly correlated also with like me giving a fuck more about my job. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Me looking into, you know, a bunch of the work that I did yesterday is working on a new project that I've been like not feeling good enough to pick up, even though it's my creation and I want to, and I'm very good at these things, mm-hmm. you know? And so I reached out to a collaborator who I've been like courting for several weeks but like so we have a an appointment we have a meeting to talk i made a logo for the project like it's just like i'm getting things in motion and this is sort of part of that there it feels like there's this really big weight on me that includes i am not good enough at communication to have a uh what are they ethically non-monogamous relationships outside of this one I'm not good enough at time management to like juggle multiple projects at once. I'm not good enough, blah, blah, blah. And I feel like there are these like ways that choosing freedom in one area is also offering me freedom in others. And if it's not, if it's like decidedly not a thing that is harmful to you or us or baby shark or our lives that I want to live into it, you know? And so that's why I want to talk and have communication with you because if it is harmful to any of those things, I want to be able to communicate with you about that. You know, I think it's not helpful, but it is helpful. It's not helpful. I do think it's helpful, but I think in the immediate gratification kind of way that I think you might crave sometimes it is not. So as long as you're cool with that, then I think we're good. You're saying you're going to be, you're not going to be, happy I'm saying that i don't give a fuck like okay. i'm glad that you're going now like honestly i'm glad that you're going now because you are very excited to go and i want you to have what you need mm-hmm. 
But part of you doing this is accepting the full weight of what it is bringing. Of course. And that's what this is. And in a long, in a long-term sense, it is great for us. And I am there fully. But it's more than just that last feeling. Can I? There's, it's, uh, what's the thing that you hate that you are often trying to avoid? And you say this all the time. Uh, the reason that you're getting with, to see this person right now, you hate liminal space. Mm. There is liminal space, regardless of whether or not you want it to be there. Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, like you deal with shit fine, so you'll be fine. And that's what this is. Can I ask you, do you feel like there's a part of you that wants to punish me for doing something that you don't like? Probably. Do you stand by that? Do you want that to be the case? I don't have an issue with feeling all of my feelings. No, I'm... No, I mean, it's just like... A I feel punishment like is not a feeling. No, 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 no. A punishment is not a feeling. No, Punishing you, somebody, that's not a feeling. You do this thing where you're like, okay, Jessamine, let's psychoanalyze like what why you feel the things that you feel. And I'm like, I know why I feel the things that I feel. Great. I'm clear on it. You I'm, don't need to try to like talk me out of the emotion. I'm not. I'm trying to understand you better and like know where you're coming from. Also, yeah. you do a great deal of like you were saying to me today this wild fantasy that I'm gonna run off with somebody else and like leave you in a lurch I'm like you do a lot of of thinking out loud even about thing you know the worst case scenario like I'm just asking you because I'm trying to prepare myself similarly to the way that you try to prepare yourself for stuff you know I think that if you don't like emotions like that then I'm glad that I'm telling you about my truth that's like what break that down if i don't like emotions like what like that idea that i am fearful of being left in the lurch by you yeah like i don't know i'm i'm hearing you say that and i'm like yeah what would you like i mean i'd never want you to feel i know i know that about you and i hope you hear me when i say that i'm very clear about the fact that you don't want for me to be hurting mm-hmm. so thank you for that yeah i'm not saying it for thanks i just like i just want you to know like i'm if okay this is what it is i am thinking about these decisions i'm making mm-hmm. and so if there's anything that, to add like i want you to be like no well you weren't thinking about this if there's anything that i'm not thinking about i want to know so that's why i talk about this and ask you questions Is there anything else you want to talk about? Not really. You want to get out of here? Sure. Dear Jessamine is produced by Tenderfire Media. For more on our show, follow us on Spotify and Instagram at Dear Jessamine, or head over to our website, dearjessamine.com. If you're an Apple podcast person, you can subscribe to our show. And while you're there, write us a review. They really help us out a lot. And they give you a place to let folks know how you feel about our show. Here's our team. Kylie C. Roberts is our editor slash producer. Angel Foster and Naya Williams do our social media. Jamie Leppard draws our art and Fruit Snack plays our theme song. Montez Mickles is our director of production. Anna Rooney is my chief of staff. Amber Richardson is Ash's chief of staff. Ash Danger Phoenix is my co-host and co-producer. And I am Jessamine Stanley. And we believe that no one should be in jail for weed. Tender Fire. Drop page.